Hi, this is Christopher Lewis. And Tina Bachrach. And welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between. And always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. And if you're looking for the right partner, we'll help you navigate through today's dating challenges intelligently. And if you're already in a relationship, we'll help you keep it fresh. What's up, Tina? Uh, trying to keep it fresh. You like my voice? I'm saying, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, hi, everyone. Uh, We have a new topic today for you guys, and I think you're going to like this one. It's about moving in, and I call this topic, Tina, wait for it. You ready? Okay. You sure? I got it. Okay. I call it Cohabitation Nation. You got that? Cohabitation Nation. That's the name of this topic. I like that. Thank you. I always got it like that. So, all right. So, better than shacking up. Yeah. I, ooh, shacking up. That's a good one, too. All right. So, everyone, as you can already tell, it's about getting together with your significant other. It's about that time you're thinking about getting together, taking the next step, and moving in together. Or you're hope. Well, you're hoping. Usually, they say it. They, it uh, it's you're hoping that it leads to marriage. But you know, it's funny. When I was a kid, if you lived with someone, it was just scandalous. And now it's no big deal. They say that 18 million American adults live together outside of marriage. So there, there is no longer a stigma associated with it. Right. And many people feel that it's a good barometer to see how it's going to work out if they get married. Right. But let's just hope that everyone's doing it for the right reasons. Because when you do move in to get to with each other, it's a huge step in your lives. You know, you're like, first of all, let me just backtrack some. I personally have only lived with five women in my entire life. And That's more than a lot. I like Chris. I've only lived with five people. I mean, I'm just saying, I've only lived with five women. I cut them all in one hand, at least, you know. But, uh, you know, they're all great to live with. And uh, yeah, five women. Yeah. I think that's right. I've lived with three, three guys. Three guys. Okay. And that's and, not and, including your dad, right? Yeah, right. Okay. That's not including my mom. That's what I'm getting at. Three guys in my 20s, because then by my 30s, I was like, oh, no. So when I got you came with to your my senses, husband, didn't you? oh, yeah, when I got with my husband, I didn't even leave, I didn't even leave a toothbrush there. I was way <laughs> over it by that time. It's like, no more milk for free. You are buying the whole cow. Forget Tina, it. Tina packed light is what you say. And if she right. had a sleepover, she packed very light. That's right. It's yeah. like, bye, see ya. I but mean, no, I, 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 I did the cohabitation thing. So, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, it's good. I mean, there are times you learn about somebody... You, you find out real fast who they are and if you really want to marry them or not. Yeah. Well, and like I said, let's just face it. I mean, in Tina's stance and instance of what she just said, she did a few in her 20s, yes. but then you were pretty much living on your own for a long time. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So this ties into a lot of things of what we're talking about. I mean, it's like whether you've had roommates, whether you've been by yourself single for a long amount of time, you're now intertwining your living and just being together all the time from this point on. Oh yeah, I mean, you better trust this person. First of all, um, let's just talk about when you go to move in together, you also find out about this person's finances in terms of if you're leasing a place and both of your names are going to go on the lease, yeah. then there's a credit check. Of course, yeah. And I found out one of the first times that uh, the person that I was going to move in with, he had really shitty credit. <laughs> and I had to end up coming up with more money to end up getting the place because they didn't want to lease to him. So you're saying that wasn't a deal breaker once you found you know, out? It and- should have been. You know what? This is. It should have been one of those ah. Uh, Aha moments. Aha moments. You just said it was like, let me, and I quote what she just said. (laughs) 
it was he had shitty credit. So <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? You about? don't you don't you're not thinking. You're like, oh my this god, it'll be fine because thanks to me, I'll make sure everything gets paid. My dream's coming true. Fantasy, fantasy, yeah, oh, it's fan- all coming true. Welcome to Fantasy Island. <laughs> yeah. Even they had to get off that fucking island sooner than later. <laughs> It still went wrong. Exactly. No. All right. So we're going to talk about cohabitating. I uh, like for myself, I think it's wonderful. And I feel that uh, the ones that I chose to live with were actually really good women to live with. And I made the right choice each time. Sure. It, it didn't end up in the way that I wanted to, except for the one that I'm in now. Right. The relationship I'm right now. And besides my ex, which was 15 years of living together, sure. that worked out well. Yeah. So we got along really well. So we're going to discuss some things on if you should move in with someone, here's some things you really need to think about before that happens. Absolutely. Number one being, why are you living together? Why Why are you going to move in together rather than just date or just get married? Right. What are your intentions of that? And you better make sure if, if you're wanting to get married, or is that the long-term goal for the other person? Because maybe the other person is thinking, hey, I'm cool with just living together. I don't right. care if we ever get married. Exactly. Exactly. So, so you better make sure you're on the same page. Yeah, that needs to be a, a long conversation about why you guys are going to want to move in together. And, um, and, and there's more tied into it because not only are you committing to putting a lot of time and effort into building this new foundation of living together and sharing pretty much everything, you also need to think about an end game of where do we go from here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know what, that Chris? That's great. Uh, great point. What is the end game? Are we just going to stay living together? Do I want to live with this person for two years before we get engaged? Right. Um, you know, are you putting some kind of time limit? You need a plan. You need a plan. Yeah. And, and you need to have you need to set that expectation up front because if you think you're just going to move in and have this ultimate roommate eventually that you're just going to want to get rid of one day eventually or you go into it thinking well i want to get married so i'm sure they do too (laughs) no maybe they don't maybe this other person just isn't thinking that far down the road yeah i think you better come in with a pretty decent plan before that happens because i think uh otherwise someone's going to get hurt along the way and it's not going to work out already have an engagement ring just because you're living together doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to end up with one that's very true because there's plenty more other things that could kick you out of that house pretty fast (laughs) which we need to talk about all right so off of this like i said one of the things once again figure out why you guys are moving with each other what's your end game what plan do you have and this leads into things like first of all we're going to talk about finances um we each of you needs to know what your budget's going to be on which place you're going to look for to start off with and like tita said with her I quote, shitty credit guy. These are things that need to be thought out because once you move in with each other, there's a whole lot to deal with as a team from this point on. Absolutely. And I just want to say really quickly too, but before, before we move forward, that um, actually there's been a lot of research done that shows that people that live together before marriage, it actually decreases your odds of marital success. Oh, interesting. So that's another thing to consider. Just because you're living with this person doesn't mean that when you get married that everything's going to be peaches and cream that's correct that is true and so moving forward with that as you said there's the financial aspect yeah so it do you know what this person's credit score is do you know how how good their credit is what kind of job do they have yeah what if they get laid off from that job yeah and unfortunately guys seriously in this situation you you're there's going to be a lot of disclosure coming in i mean you're going to have to really just um just put it all out there and say look this is what i make every year this is where i'm at this is where what debt I'm in. Um, these are things that you need to know because when you're sharing, 
this place together, you're also sharing responsibilities and no one wants to get off on the hook for the other person's messes. Especially if both of you are on the lease agreement yeah, good for that point. place. Because what if one of you decides, I'm not happy here anymore. It's four months into the lease and you've signed a 12-month lease. Uh, guess what? Your landlord doesn't go, oh, it's not working out for you. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh. Sure, go ahead and move out. No problem. No, you're both on the hook for that lease. And in case you didn't know it, when you live together, there are no laws or there's no right. black and white picture of who's responsible for what. Right. So unless you're, what she's saying, unless you're drawing a line in the middle of that apartment, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. live on this side, I live on that side, you and, better figure it out. And who, who, how do you decide, Chris, too? Like who's, who pays the telephone bill and who pays the electricity and you right. Know, so there's all those bills that you have to decide who's going to pay what. Are you going to be 50-50 or are you going to cover the, the the electric and the other person covers the phone? Or, right. Now I know with cell phone bills, but I also know people that um, because when there's two of you, when you have multiple lines, it's a cheaper bill. That's correct. So I've actually heard people say, well, gosh, I don't know about moving out. I mean, we even have our cell phone bills together. Now you're tied together forever just yeah. because of your <laughs> cell phone bills. I don't want to lose my phone number, do you? No. I'm not losing that number. Right. Screw that. You lose the number. <laughs> That's right. It's my number. <laughs> so you, these are, again, this is something you got to think about. Um, who, and not only that, whoever takes charge of the bills, then who makes sure those bills get paid? And I right. think you were And thank God for, well, electronic that, payments. Yeah. It, it kind of alleviates a lot of that pressure. But at the same time, someone needs to be in charge. Someone's name is going to be on that bill. So they're responsible for that bill. So you really need to make sure that that's taken care of. Um, like Tina said, there's other things like, you know, wireless and cable. And just because someone uses more electricity and the other one's not home, you need to decide on it. Does that person pay more? Do I pay less? Or are we just going to split it down the middle? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's a, that's something that always sets my husband off. It is if I don't turn out the lights. You know, sometimes you have people that turn on every light in the house and they'll leave and just leave the lights all right. on or leave the air conditioning on. Right. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that everyone in this situation is copacetic and you just want to share everything down the middle. Like, I could give a shit if you're left electricity on as long as we're, as long as this bill's being paid yeah, and well, we have the financials to do it. Depending on where you live and it's 120. 20 degrees outside and you've left the air conditioning on 80 that's a very good point to run or the water run. bill Jesus, we came with a huge water bill when we first moved in this place we we're like uh we need to cut down on the watering the grass to nothing right <laughs> it's expensive it's ridiculous we have a desert oasis outside our front door Thanks. <laughs> all right so let like i said finances that's a that's a huge conversation and, and you need to figure out a way to always check in i'd probably once a month and say hey how are we doing how are you doing with the finances and my finances because that's something that you guys got to really learn how to talk about because i have to admit for myself i hate talking about finances i don't think anybody enjoys talking about finances it's it's the bane of my existence when someone yeah. says so i'm like oh i just like cringe go oh do we have to have this conversation can't the can't the financial fairy deal with this bullshit? <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. If only there was a financial fairy. I am horrible with it. And I have to admit on my end of it, like every one of my of the girls that I've lived with have handled the finances because I cannot stand it. I always handled the finances. 
finances. Because you're too. a woman, you're probably and it's like you. Probably, well, after in Mr. Shitty Credit, I like good I point. trust him with the finances. Yeah, I would probably be really good at all that stuff too. Then that's yeah, a very good point. No I've kidding. learned to get better at it just because of who I'm with, and I've grown to get better with finances. But and I do take more responsibility. But I used to let bills just run long. Oh no, yeah. no. Oh well. See, I'm super anal retentive. Like well, I would pay the bill as soon as it came in because <laughs> I was so afraid of forgetting or putting it to the side. So my husband now will be like, oh, no, we don't need to pay that yet. I said, what does it matter if we pay it now or two weeks from now? What difference does it make for you? Right. So these are the arguments we have. And know? that's, you know, once again, it's all about finances. Yeah. That's that's a huge argument in that situation. All right. But, okay, so let's talk about the next thing. So moving forward, you know, another thing to talk about, guys, is, um, okay, so once again, you've lived somewhere else. I've lived somewhere else. Now we're living together. So who's the messy one who's the clean one how's this gonna work out oh Ugh. you know kidding because you know what i know ladies some of you have been living with someone who leaves their shit all over the house now i'm not gonna pick up your dirty underwear and your socks because you've left them in the living right. room or maybe you've dragged mud in on your shoes and it's right. all over the house clean up after yourself yeah but, i mean nobody should expect the other person to clean up after and it should them. be a shared effort like you, this like i said you guys both need to be on the same page yeah sure if one's messier than the other or the other one's clean cleaner than the other there should be a balance who leaves who squeezes the toothpaste from the end of the tube or squeezes it from the top i squeeze you know, it from the little, middle that little right in the middle so it bows or, off. or they leave the toothpaste <laughs> in the sink they don't oh, i can't oh, stand that big one for me they don't wipe off the sink well, and, then the, and the mirrors got water all over it, and or oh, of course, well, and everybody talks about the you know the the inevitable seat, toilet seat, the inevitable toilet up seat, up or down, up or down. Oh yeah, and as, always and as down. a woman, you go in to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and you must fall in the toilet because the toilet seats up. <laughs> well, don't oh. they make those toilet bowl lights now? That kind of like like a glow in the dark sort of like disco I've never style. It lights up like red, green, blue. No. Okay, well you need to get one. We, you know what? That's a great idea. You we should need to copyright that. It's like it's, a it's like a party idea. in the middle of the night, but then I'm, I might get the wrong idea and start like going, hey, club time. Do, do, do. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, we'll move forward from that subject well, and as then, well. And also, I mean, like who takes out the trash? There will there are people that will sit there and let that trash sit there and stink up and flies all around it. And it's almost like it's like someone's take taking a stance at that yeah, point. You know, it's yeah. like the dishes building up in the sink as well. It's like, I did them yesterday. Fuck this. I'm not doing them again. Right. It's like, no, you're going to do them again. <laughs> <laughs> just do it there shouldn't be any like it's his turn her turn situation just fucking do the job that needs to be done yeah but it's still it's sometimes it is a sometimes it is almost like a tug of war it is people can get really nasty about it and it's funny because um, another friend of mine right now is going to get married um, in the fall mm -hmm. and her and her guy are living together now they just bought a house together which leads me to another just don't let me forget my train of thought okay so um, they are now living together and I said well how's that going well he leaves his stuff all over the house right like, well he clearly has not been trained yet that's going you're gonna have to put your foot down right with you know but okay the, but the expectation of cleaning up after yourself but here's where there's the yin and yang of this so like you just said he he doesn't clean up after himself once again, people, before you guys move with each other, you guys have stayed at each other's place at least three to four times a night before right. this situation. Right. So you know each other's habits. You know each other's bad, like like leaving stuff all over the place. You've seen it before. So I don't. it shouldn't be a shocker when you move in together that, oh my God, he doesn't clean up after himself. You knew this about the person before you moved in with them. Well, I think everybody, Let's okay, let's face it. A lot of people who live together, 
um, move in together and maybe it's their first real relationship, you're in what I call that playing house mode. Right. And you go into it with these blinders thinking, oh my God, it's just going to be great. I mean, whatever they're doing at home right now, it's not going to be that way when we live together. And the cold You mean there's not going to be a not only is that it meatloaf in the like oven that, waiting for me when I get home? Right. Well, oh, damn. Not only is it going to be like that, it's going to be magnified by a thousand. Yeah. And that's why so many people don't work out when they live together or you realize that this person isn't who you thought they were. I think what Tina is saying is everything that, for the first timers, by the way, everything that you think it's going to be, it's not. So just be prepared for it. No, it's not. Be prepared to pivot. (laughs) They might snore in the middle of the night. What if they thrash around? I know somebody who who accidentally got hit in the face one night by her guy. Not on purpose. He was asleep and he just kind of a flailer and just boom. I've done that before. (laughs) I confess I've done that before. I was having a dream. It happens. So shit happens. Um, Okay, so let's also discuss this. So before you move in, how do you guys travel together? That's a big point of this whole thing as oh, well. Oh, you if know you, what? Mm-hmm. Definitely take a trip with yeah. you, Cam, before. Even if it's a road trip. Well, true. It doesn't but, have to be out of the country. But or, at this point, remember, it's not like something that someone's going to decide to go, hey, let's take a trip, see if we can move in together. It's like this This is time built up, people. Like I, I know that we all know when it's right when we should do something. And that's the thing that I agree with. But just make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. Like if you do travel together, that's a great indication that you guys will probably be pretty compatible moving forward. Uh, yeah, a trip is always a good indicator mm-hmm. of um, of your compatibility. Yeah. So I'm assuming that if you've made it to the point where you're thinking about moving in, that you have done some sort of um, out of the country trip, road trip, met some family, you know, that you, you've gotten the small things out of the way. That's correct. Um, however, there are still things that I, I kind of find it hard to believe, but in my, in my research for this topic today, um, people talk about how a lot of people don't talk about their family right. or religion. We've already talked about finances or what about the unexpected pregnancy? Oh. What if that comes up? Yikes. And how are you going to deal with that? What is the expectation from that? Do we have the child? Do we not have the child? If we do have the child, well, how are we going to raise that right. child? Yeah. So, you know, there's some... There's some um, Complications, shall yeah. we say, that can arise. From yeah, that, that's a huge complication <laughs> that needs to be sorted out. Had <laughs> <laughs> a few scares myself. <laughs> <laughs> Need to sort that stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> um, also on this, this note, Tina's right about that. There's going to be a lot of things that you guys need to figure out. And there's going to be a lot of like uphill battles in the situation. Like how you f- first fight, for instance, living together. It's a lot different than someone saying, I can go home to my own place when we fight oh, and just yeah. we'll deal with this tomorrow. Yeah, there, there isn't that, oh, bye, I'll see you later. Yeah, now you're stuck in that place with them. And you know what? Sometimes since it's maybe, maybe it's your first place right out of the saddle, it might be a one bedroom. Oh, a studio. Oh, there's nowhere to run. Ouch. I've sleeping in the bathtub. Jesus. <laughs> Ouch. Hope there's a pull-out sofa. <laughs> pull-out sofa would be the worst. There's nowhere to run. Um, yeah, okay. Fight, fighting's another one. Um, another one you have to talk about is also little things like um, things that annoy you. You know, like, like you just said, there's little things that are going to start annoying you and, and everything. Um, for instance, like, I don't know, sitting across from dinner all the time together now. Also Snoring. Going to, yeah, 
going taking showers versus who's leaving this, you know. What if one of you is a night owl and one of you is a morning person? Yeah. What if one of you likes to go to bed by eh, nine o'clock at night and get up at like six a.m. and one of you doesn't go to bed till two two or three a.m. and doesn't like to get up at noon till noon? Right. This is uh, that's a very good point, and these are things that you have to be, which is something we we're going to discuss, is that you have to be respectful of people's space. You have to be respectful of their time as well. And again, you would think that's something that people would know before they move in together. Um, also, what kind of what kind of this is kind of interesting. Not only the job, but what kind of work ethic do yeah, they have? Right. Because is he a job vagabond? And I say he, it could be he or she. A job vagabond, meaning do they hop around from job to job? Yeah. Do they get up and go to their job every morning? I mean, some people like to lay in bed. Oh, I don't feel good. I'm going to call in sick and hang out with my friends today. Right. And something that used to be kind of funny to you when you guys were living separately, it's not so funny anymore because you're, once again, you're learning a lot more about this person because you're living with them. Well, and if your name is attached to the bill and you had really good credit and now all of a sudden they're t- kind of taking taking your credit down the toilet with Like theirs. living off of you. Yeah. That's the worst. Ooh. Oh, yes. no one wants that. And I'm sure there's been a few people out there that's actually had that. I've been very thankful that I've never had that because, or have been that person because I feel guilty as shit if I'm not pulling my weight. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to take it seriously. This isn't college anymore. This yeah. isn't you on your own anymore. Now this other person is wrapped up. Your lives are now intertwined. Right. So it's, so you got to, you got to come together. Right. And people also remember that sometimes People hide shit. You know, everybody can be secretive on their own, but there's not many secrets that can be kind of held away from someone when you're living with someone. And in the event there are secrets, I, you know, and I hate to be a buzzkill, but you really got to have a breakup plan. Yeah, this is a good one. You need a breakup plan. Exit strategy. That is about right. A, a really good exit strategy. Um, how much have you got invested in it? Um, whose furniture belongs to who? Right. Um, keep, maybe I've, keep a bank account with enough money to move out if things are not working right. out. I have to say, I've personally just walked away from the last ones. I haven't taken anything except for my clothes and whatever I needed. I left everything there. I, I was did, okay with that. I did that with one relationship and then another. Re- and then when I got divorced the first time, um, I had, we had two sofas. So uh-huh. I was like, you know, you get the sofa with the cigarette burn because you're the one that <laughs> dropped your cigarette on it and you know i'm taking the bed because i paid for it with my modeling money you well, know i mean I just, yeah of, the, but we didn't luckily we didn't have anything okay I mean, well but these are these are huge issues these because are huge yeah, issues it's almost especially like if you bring your own thing it's one thing but when you start buying stuff together or bringing in pets that's another one too oh my like god if you have pets, pets already are you bringing in a pet oh absolutely this yeah. is a big topic people oh my mm-hmm. god there was like no it's for me it was like i mean i never had children but it was like oh no way am i leaving my cat or my dog with this person right no way right and (laughs) And that can be a huge battle that can be like that can be almost like having kids right well it is like having kids because you have to come together who's taking the puppy out who's taking the if you have a cat who's taking who's cleaning the litter box right did you feed them today that's a big one and you know and, and i have to say if i have one piece of advice that anybody listens to at all do yourselves a favor when you're cohabitating 
do not buy anything big. Do not do not buy a house together. Do yeah. not buy a car together. Don't buy anything that's going to be really difficult to turn around and get rid of or separate. That's correct. Don't make anything more difficult than it could possibly need to be. But at the same time, you have to live your life. And if you guys, once again, if you're on the same page, these, these little things like that shouldn't be that big of a problem because you're moving on to a bigger picture. Well, Let's not forget about that. Well, you think you're on the same I page, that. Chris, until you aren't i get that tina but at the same time if we're once again what do we say from the beginning there's an end game that you're hoping on why you're living together in the first place so hopefully the ones who are doing it correctly are probably going what the fuck are you two talking about yeah but i think it's also human instinct to say oh no it's gonna be okay everything's gonna be just <laughs> they're <great."> there <laughs> they're there i'm out of there <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be married in a year. And a year later, the other person's like, oh, oh I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yet. That wasn't a part of the plan. My yeah. strategy, I thought we were in a five-year plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's thinking two years, right. two and a half. I've known a five-year plan. <laughs> now, for those of you off of that, here's another thing as well. This is a very good point. And we talked about this a little bit at the beginning. Those of you who know that you're not going to get married, at least make sure that you both have talked about this. And you, if you're cohabitating for the rest of your lives because that's what you want to do and you know that you're a family, you're not, I mean, I guess you're legally married at that point in a, in common sense, but, um, well, that opens a whole other can of worms. Then you're talking common law marriage, right? That's, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Okay. Well, we'll leave that one for another day. Well, here's (laughs) one more thing that I want to talk about this cohabitation thing. And I think it's a big deal, actually friends. You better know each other's friends. You better like each other's friends. Because sometimes you have that one friend that comes over who might want to stay a little bit longer because he was hanging out with the guys, playing video games or watching the ball games or whatever the hell it is. That person might not leave for a while. Yeah, It might annoy the other person. I have heard of that before where um, people get married and they think now they're married and their life is going to be like a married life. But the other person is still kind of living like in a a college mentality. I'm going to my friend's house and we're going to all hang out till three in the morning and play video games and the, and the other person's like okay why did we get married is because this why this guys have I, man caves this is not what i signed up for <laughs> i can't give any names away Chris. well i'm not asking you to give names away but i'm definitely getting a man cave <laughs> so i have somewhere to escape right. just in case everybody needs an escape plan just in case but all right guys well this is the subject of cohabitate and once again just i hope that this has helped a little bit i know that tina and i joke a lot about things but at the same time, it's some serious shit. Because- it, it really is. Because at the end of the day, you, you would hope that you could uh, break up and be on friendly terms. And that's that's a, a bigger chance of that happening if you have this conversation beforehand of uh, right. exactly what's going to happen if things go south. Or the flip side, we're hoping that it all works out for everyone because that's the ultimate reason why we hope you're moving in together right. in the first place. It's not just because of need. It's yeah. because you guys actually have a plan and that you guys are actually trying to move forward to the next level which I kudos to you guys I I believe in that 100% all right guys all right so here we are now in the question portion of our show Tina I kind of like the question I like the question we've been getting lots of questions people on them we have a good one so we're trying to like do questions that kind of um, relate to the topic that we're doing so here's one for today you ready for this Uh all right Dear Chris and Tina, I've been living with my boyfriend for a few months now, and he has this ugly antique chair that he will not part with. What should I do, and how should I approach him to let him know that I would like to get rid of this thing? Um, wait till he goes to work and throw it in the garbage. Yikes. <laughs> Is it winter time? <laughs> right. 
Do we need more kindling for the fire? <laughs> is there a Goodwill store nearby? Oh, but she said it was an antique. Come I on. Know. I mean, that doesn't mean it's like a real antique. Yeah. All right, answer it. Go ahead. Well, Come on. we got to be real. I mean, if, if it's really antique or if it really means a lot to him, maybe you can keep it. Bubble and- wrap it. Put it in the garage put it in the garage or but maybe you can recover it maybe you can reupholster it yeah make it a project yeah make it a project and you know and again if it's antique if it's really a nice piece project goodwill yeah it could be be the center of it's the centerpiece of your home okay let's just be honest i'm going to answer this question truthfully let's be honest if if he has a piece an antique piece from his family no guy has anything antique that's worth shit and i mean that i've been called hold on i bought some shit that i thought was antique to place and all my ex were like mm-hmm. you can antique that shit out the back door with the trash so i was like bah, bah, bah. well i'm going to err on the side that this could be if some sort of family heirloom or something that means something you know obviously if it means enough to this person you should respect them enough to say hey this is really not this doesn't fit the motif of our place but why don't we get it recovered? And but come on, it. honey. This is the chair that I had sex in like 50 times when I was like 15. Okay, then it's going to go get There you go. Garbage. See, no guy, once again, <laughs> this is what you say to him. No guy has anything that's antique from any family member that they would not want. They would put it somewhere in the garage or whatever. They would never leave it out unless it's something that's so sentimental to them, which now you're learning a new part about this person. Well, there again, you're learning something new. Or again, you just appreciate this person, and I'm sure that you can come to something amical, some something in between reupholstering and throwing in the garage. Okay, okay, that I can deal with. So there's your answer. Just don't even tread lightly with it, dude. Just say, <laughs> look at here, dude. This needs to go, or we need to do something with it. Just or be you just point might blade. need to freshen it up. <laughs> and on that note, all right. Thanks, guys, for another episode of Dating Intelligence, and we hope that you learned something from this episode because I know that we both did. Yes, absolutely. And um, I'm please. never living with you. No, That's no. All Are I've you learned. kidding me? I'm, <laughs> shit, I'm kicking your stuff out online. You come home one day and find your shit out there on the front lawn. <laughs> if I, you got to find me first. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much Thanks, for being guys. with us for another episode. And Chris, that people can find us at Dating yeah. Intelligence. Dating Intelligence. You can look for us on all our social media. And please continue asking and sending in us questions. You can all social media across the board. Okay. Thanks again for another episode, Tina. Thank you. And until the next time, keep it fresh, everybody. Keep it fresh, guys. See you soon.